Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Defense! Defense! All the hard work, let's go! College football today. An hour away from the start of December 22nd bowl action. Wake Forest and Memphis kick it off. In about an hour, we were just talking about the Armed Forces Bowl, Houston and Army, and I brought it up to Rich in the break about Army's defensive coordinator, Jay Bateman, that, that was hired by Matt Brown from North Carolina, will not coach in this bowl game. How big of a factor <laughs> is that in terms of the defense? I mean, again, Gabe talked about it. Sometimes you just don't know. I mean, we don't know what the difference is going to be. Bateman did a phenomenal job this year, right? 17 points per game. A lot of that had to do with the offense. I don't want to take anything away from the Army defenders or Jay Bateman, but a big reason why they gave up 17 points per game is the fact that they they weren't on the field that often. Mm -hmm. You know, the offense led the country in time of possession, 38 uh, minutes per game. So that's 22 minutes on defense, far less than a lot of defenses around the country. I I, I just told you my thought. (laughs) You have a you have a a new defensive coordinator coming up. Houston, they have no they have no tendencies to go off of. I mean, I, they, they, they have no idea when they take the field what they're going to do. So they're going to, they're going to spend the first quarter, maybe the first half, determining, okay, if we get the ball, let's say we run it back, we get the ball on our 50. Game is based on tendencies. Right. You know? And I've said this as well, and I wanted to get your take. Coordinators are like pitchers or quarterbacks. They got to get into a rhythm of play calling. They got to understand, even though that coach was on staff, it's one thing to be a position coach. It's another thing now to be the guy making all the calls. And the way Bateman might want to utilize the offense, he might have been more or less aggressive than now his predecessor. So you might get a different type of offense or a different type of result from that defensive unit. You hide things, you know. You, you you run certain things because you have to run them. It's like, okay, why why are they always rolling to the right? Well, you, you, your right tackle might be bad, so you roll to the right just to help him out. Certain things you do in football for a reason. I right. mean, it's like there's a reason why you do them because you're weak or you're trying to hide something, and um, you you, you want to take a weakness and use it as a strength. So. It'll be interesting to see. I, I always, I always liked it when when someone else different called the play or or gave a play or, or did something, and, and we got off script because teams were like, "Wow, that that's different, mm, right?" Yeah, it could affect the continuity. Now, from a defensive unit, Gabe, you have any concerns with? Defensive coordinator being out, maybe the totals will play in this matchup? No, I don't. I'll count on, especially, you know, I would in some circumstances, uh, but not with a military academy. I think everybody knows their assignments and it's sort of next coach up, so to speak. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's it's something to think about because Manny Diaz is out now for Miami now. I don't think he'll coach in the pinstripe ball. So to see how these coordinators sort of manipulate the talent or or play calling these ball games will be uh, fascinating. Should you be forced to stay? I mean, it's getting... No, not forced. No, I agree. It's getting ridiculous now. (laughs) Now coaches are leaving. Players don't play. I I understand the player, but as a coach, I think you should coach. Yeah. Yeah. I, I understand I you as a coach. How much of an impact is recruiting, though? We, have, a, we now have early signing period, which we talked right. about. You, you and I talked about yeah. a few weeks ago. Now, December 19th with a signing period. If you're leaving a program, that new program I expects don't see, you though, to, Rich, to bring How do these guys in? look? Anyone? How do they look themselves in the mirror? Anyone that takes anyone serious? Like, Urban Meyer is going to be coaching a leadership course at Ohio State. Like, does he have any sense of self-awareness? Like, these coaches will preach. So, Jimbo Fisher, what? We're family. We're going to preach this. The guy didn't even stay to the last game. That's, he went to Texas A&M. So, what, everything you said is full of crap. It meant nothing. 
So, like, it's all lip service. It means nothing. Right, because the only thing that matters is the almighty dollar. We know that. I mean, and I know I, the I, I coach. kids are picking up on that, and yeah. I think that's a big reason why we gradually see more and more kids skipping bowl games, because I think they, they're they no longer living in that 1960s, so, but look at 70s Scott Frost. World. And I, you know what? This is the media's fault as well. It's our fault, not me, because I'm one of the only people to actually call these people out, but... You know, Scott Frost, a great guy. He's a great guy. So, Scott Frost leaves for Nebraska, right? And, well, everyone says, well, you have to understand. It's his dream job. Okay. So, how about the quarterback? How about the Milton kid says, you know what? I love it here. But you know what? My dream's always been with a USC Trojan quarterback. So, I'm going to leave now. Good luck with your program. Because, sorry, I love you. And you're my family. But I'm going to go to USC now. It's garbage, all right? Yeah, but it's, it's, not, garbage. It's, it's not the coach's fault. It's the NCAA. Because if the NCAA... No, the coach could say, listen, I'll go to this school, but no, no. I'm going to coach this game, and I owe... I'm going to finish think, the damn season. I think or, what you're talking about is the bigger problem. Right. And it's, it's you know, if you think about it, and, and, and I don't want to say I hate the NCAA. I just hate some of the some of the things and some of the rules Hypocrisy. that they have. Yes, coaches can leave any time, midseason, do whatever. But as a player, you you're, sit you're out stuck. Here. Like you're you're stuck. You have to like, you, hey, I got a foul. I gotta I gotta ask for 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 good grace to like go to another school if if they have too many guys at my position. Because it's going to stop me from making money in the future. Just like if the coach don't leave. It's like play by the same rules. If you're going to ask the player or the athlete to do it, ask the coach. Tell the coach, honor your contract. And if you want to negotiate with him, wait till he's done. Mm. Because if if you've been through the recruiting process, when that coach, whoever that coach is that's recruiting you, when he sit down and talk to your family, they're telling their family how they're going to mold you, how they're going to grow you, how they're going to take care of you. And so now you're leaving? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, 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 don't even, yeah. I don't get that. Yeah, the NCAA needs to do something. And they cannot have a double-edged sword where they hold kids out from playing and have to appeal through a court process. I mean, just let the kids go. If the kid wants to go and let he's go. Make it, how make about it a schools? Certain, a certain how game? about schools having the ability to block? Yeah, like saving what <laughs> programs kids could transfer yes. to? Yeah, that, right, to, me, this, that yeah. to me is one of the most draconian measures. Did you yeah. read the story I about? Imagine. Did you guys read the story about Bill Snyder not giving rings to kids? Yeah. Like really? You know, you don't get it. He decides who gets a bowl ring or not. Yeah. I'm gonna let you know where you can transfer. Right. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, coach. Thanks. All you need to know about the NCAA, I heard a story about Like, yes, boss. It was funny because the UConn basketball team is actually in in our building today. I just saw them boarding outside. They're playing at MSG across the street. When UConn won a national championship in basketball, Calhoun and the coaching staff all got championship diamond rings. Jim Nance, for one reason or another, got a championship ring. I don't know why. Jim Calhoun, tight with Nance, hooked him up with a ring. The kids got $200 replicas. Mm. Yeah, but the, the reason so this why is they so got $200 replicas might be an NCAA. NCAA. Yeah, well, there's a rule. So what? Right. They basically write a rule that we must steal, rob, and screw but every kid possible. NCAA, that's so what's what the, the deal? NCAA. You earn the ring. You won the money. You, you made the money for the coach. You earn the ring. And they don't trust you enough to give you a ring because what? You're going to go to Rick's Pawn Shop down in Vegas and sell it? That, but that's the bigger Fine. problem. It comes down. It, it comes down. Your, help, your help ring. You, help exactly. your family. Yeah. You, you earned exactly. it. Exactly. You, you help earn it. Well, the NCAA is making billions of dollars oh, yeah. off of TV contracts yes. each and every year. The bowl contract. They're making the money off the kids. It's not the contract. And you know what? But the reason. Yeah, the the kids I know. I hear what you're saying. I hear the what you're saying. The kids are the product. But the networks are every bit as. They are complacent in well, this. Well, the, the, the networks are only doing what, what, what's, what's there for them to do, yeah. in a sense. And, because the NC2A, they package it. But everything can be cleaned like, up. We'll get back you to the bowl somebody, Somebody's going to take it. Everything can be cleaned up in society here. A great example is like the Tour de France, all right? Totally corrupt, man. Everybody's juiced up, not just Lance Armstrong. German television told them, we're not going to air this. Like, if you don't clean your sport up in the next two years, we're not putting it on TV. Like the German government basically stated, you're a disgrace to sport. 
We're not going to put it on TV. They had to sort of clean it up. That's almost laughable here, right? I mean, well, it's it's. And it's like you look at the ESPNs of the world; they'll do a report ripping a player, and then they'll you know like Greg Hardy. Greg Hardy, he's in the UFC. It's terrible. Should he be back? And then there'll be an ad ten minutes later. Dun, dun, dun. Don't miss Greg Hardy's debut on ESPN January sixteenth. It, it's it's, they're, it's a, they're, they're they're hypocrites. The the art of entertainment. Think yeah. just just think about it. it. It has nothing to do with. With, with, with any of that what well, why did the tour de france allow it to go on because okay times got better records started getting broken and yep. guess what people are watching money why why do why did why did baseball why did why do they juice to baseball hey home runs people start watching right. mm-hmm. in football why did why why now you can't touch the quarterback let's have the quarterback let's leave him alone let's make it so where you can't score let's oh you know what 51 52 rams can that sells the People are going to watch. College football will never be fixed, though. They're, we can sit creating, here and pitch all we want. The NCAA, they're not, they're going to change anything because no, they don't have to. They don't, exactly. They don't have to. They don't have to. I think it's heading in the right direction, though, because I, I think athletes are beginning to realize that they, I think we're going to see a day in the not-too-distant future where you're going to get almost Northwestern sort of was on the fringe yeah. of that. Yeah, what, with, with the union and the money. I, I'm not saying that we're there, but I think we're heading in the right Kids are beginning to realize they have a tremendous amount of leverage and power. But do they? Here's, here's, yes, I think they do. Because, not in listen, football, they don't. How about this? Not in football, Rich. I was going to say, listen, in football, you're screwed. Here's, there's no other league. I'll tell you right now, if I was a basketball player, there's not a hope in hell that I would play for any, and I'm a big Michigan fan. I love Beeline. I'm going to China to make $3 million a there year. And I'll, to learn know, how to play the pro game. Tell me, yeah. oh, no, well, it's going to hurt your draft stock. Tell that to Emmanuel Mouillet no. that got drafted fifth overall. F you. You just want me to go Tell play for free. Donna. Yeah, 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 look at that. He's fine. Yeah. You, you see what you're saying, Marshall, but you football, what, yeah. there's no choice. You're screwed. Yeah, you got to join the system. That's changing now. Yeah, but the difference. It'll, it'll be interesting to see with, with these with new the, leagues. With these new leagues, these spring leagues that right. come up. Alliance League. What they decide to do. What they decide to do, are they going to allow kids to come out of high school mm-hmm. and, and learn how to play right. the pro game? It, that's right. We're going to see what, what happens with that. And to, and to Marshall's point, too, I mean, when you have a college basketball team, 12 players on a team, now you have a college football team, 110, 115 players. It's a, it's a lot different where, you know, if you're a kid and you can go anywhere you want because it's a smaller game, it's a smaller amount of players in the mix. A college football, I don't want to say it's diluted, but there's a multitude of players. Oh, it's diluted. It's, it's diluted, but there's only about... Dude, there used to be 96. How many, how many, how many bowl games? Dude? Yeah, but there's yeah, three per so There used to be 99. There's 39 bowl games. If there's 50,000 college football players and, and 6,000 basketball players, there's a, less of a handful of college football players or a percentage that are making it game. to the pros as opposed to the I'm gonna, college let, basketball. Let me make one point. I, I'm going to predict... I know you're going to disagree. Everybody's going to disagree right. with me. I'm going to predict that the kids... At one point in the next maybe decade, you're going to have a playoff team that's going to bandy together quietly and say, we're not coming out. Not a hope in hell. Game. Not a hope in hell. I, I think it happens. Not a hope in hell. No. And I guess also, the there, NFL, a- I guess in Marshall, would know, I guess the NFL players associate are going to come together in the next collective party and, and really show everyone, right? Now, Dude, well, football well, players are worried about themselves. All right. Doesn't well, affect every guy going to the bowl game. Doesn't no, affect their paycheck. What could what could what could happen is um, there's going to eventually, like there's a union, be a union for athletes. There in should college. be. There should be. That could happen. And 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 I I've proposed this, and they don't like. I, I get what the NC2A is saying. We can't pay athletes. I get it. And it's not that they can't pay. It's it's what do you say to a Division two, division three. What do you pay them? Because yeah, once yeah. you pay D one, you got to pay everybody. Right, Marshall, I'm not one of these guys, guys that says pay everybody. And what do you pay the lacrosse team? Right. What, what, is, you, what do you pay the long snapper right. versus the starting right. quarterback? Exactly. Now, this is what I told them. I said, "All right, let's scrap. Let's scrap paying them. Allow the college athletes who can." Use their name Cut to endorsement make money. deals. Just, mon- just hey, monitor. I'm, I'm Tua uh, for, for Midas or whatever. Yeah. Use your name. If, 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 okay, if I'm, if I'm Tua, I'm the star, and somebody want to come pay me to sign autographs or to make a let me make money off my name. I don't want you to pay me. So now the athletes 
whom are their stars, value making money for the school can now make money for themselves as well. And that'll keep them from having to pay guys. So point. now you don't have to worry about the Division II guy or the Division. Actually, the Division II guy, if you're at a small school, Maybe in your community, some car dealer want you to come right. and, and and take pictures for an hour. You get to do it, or or if you UConn girls, listen, trust me, up in Connecticut, they they they're big. Yeah, you right. tell me the UConn girls the couldn't money. run their own basketball camp, make a couple of there bucks, you go. right? Yeah. But allow allow the athletes to monetize the name that they create and work hard for. Don't take that away from them. Don't put their name on the back of a damn jersey, sell it, and then tell them they can't use the, their name to make money. Right. I have been saying that for over a decade. To me, I think that's the answer. And it also teaches them some valuable business lessons. Isn't that a part of being in college, too, to learn how, you know, how the business system works, how the local community will pay you, what to do with that money, investing that money? You could have the school involved. You could have the SID, the AD involved with that. It could be school sanctioned. But I've been saying for over a decade. the, the The problem is the school and the NC2A, their hand is not in it. Yeah. Yeah, their hand. It, it's, well, it's not touching their palm. So we can't control no, it. We no, don't want to do it. No skin in the game. If you, you don't, don't have like those, you know those ads, game, you don't like it. When a football player, and they're, they're in a generic jersey, because they, you know, they can't wear it. It'd be just, hey, I'm too. It'd be in a red jersey. Yep. No Alabama. They'd tell them, because you're right. would be like, all right, you can do it, but you can't use our Roll Tide logo, right? And then it would sort of start a new thing. But I, that's a great that's a great call that you raise because I'm always with you too. I don't think everyone should be paid. If some kid says, "Hey, well, what about me?" Gonna, well, listen, if you're popular enough, you get a sponsorship. If not, then then tough, right? It was sort of like the old lineman that bitched about Le'Veon Bell. He makes seven times more money. I do. Why is he complaining? Because he's better, faster, yeah. and in better shape than you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's just crazy. You go you go in the, you go in the bookstore. You go in the the, the 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 gift store, the gift shop. They're selling your jersey with your name on it. Right. Yeah, but yet, but yet you get nothing. Mm. It'll keep the kids too, like the walk on. What Chris Weber? Sorry, Joe. Chris Weber was one of the first kids to really that Fab Five, in which Weber saw that number four jerseys, his name everywhere, and that's what sort of led to Ed Martin and the money. Because imagine being the Fab Five; they were the most, they were more popular than any NBA team, right? Their merch was selling through the roof. They didn't get a damn penny from it. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, it's another thing. If you sell, if if Alabama or Michigan sell a Shea Patterson jersey, how about you kick the guy a buck or two per jersey, like it's your only royalty fair. fee? It's only Listen, fair, kid. We sold, you know, we sold two hundred thousand jerseys with your name on your back. Here's a check for sixty k. Yeah. What's wrong with that? That's America. That's capitalism. That's business. They yeah. don't want. They don't want. They don't want the scholarship to seem like a job, which it is. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> when we come back, we'll be talking about Buffalo and Troy. Coming right back. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fancy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fancy Sports Radio Network app. The Fancy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fancy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fancy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. We were just in a heated discussion about the NCAA. We're going to kick it back now. Talk about this Dollar General Bowl between Tyree Jackson and Buffalo going up against Sawyer Smith and Troy. Big battle, solid defenses. You have a Buffalo defense that's only given up 184 passing yards per game. On the flip side, Troy only allowing 130 rushing yards to opposing offenses. When you look at Buffalo's offense, Richie, the Tyree Jackson, 25 touchdown passes, but he has two solid running backs in Kevin Marks mm. and Patterson, 25 total rushing touchdowns. 
but I still like the physicality of Troy in this ballgame. Not one of my better picks, but I still like uh, Troy in this ballgame. Yeah, I've hesitated to call a best bet on yeah. this game. I, I like Buffalo. I, I just think that uh, looking at this team, Gabe brought it up earlier, it's not a traditional Mac football team. Uh, it's a team that has more next-level talent. I, I think they didn't get the Mac championship and should have. I think they get the bowl game. I think Lance Leipold gets the bowl game in this game. You mentioned Jared Patterson, Anthony Johnson, the wide receiver, arguably the best player in this game. It's an interesting matchup because Troy's strength is its defense. Very solid defensive team. A lot of all Sunbelt players, 27 takeaways this season. This is a good matchup, offense versus defense. I think offense wins in this regard. One thing to keep in mind, and this might benefit your pick, Troy leads the Sunbelt and red zone defense. Buffalo last in the MAC in red zone offense. Yeah. So can they score once they get inside the 20? That could dictate uh, the finale of this Marcus game. Marcus Childress had 15 touchdown passes all season long. Three of them came in the, in the MAC championship mm-hmm. against Buffalo. But I asked Marshall this in the break. Everybody's talking about this Tyree Jackson, 6'7, 250. I said, is he the next Logan Thomas? That was the former Virginia Tech quarterback yeah. that got drafted by Arizona. That's he not has fair. <laughs> well, I mean, he's not, but he's not, he's not elite. Or, or the, is or he the, he's or still the, young. Or the he's old at Memphis. Buffalo. First or off, the old Logan. Memphis quarterback with the, the one with the Denver. Lynch. Yeah. yeah. Could, could be, could be, but I mean, big arm. Yeah. Big arm. 11 interceptions. Um, 27 touchdowns. 27 touchdowns, but, but 11 interceptions. And um, I, I, I'm, I, I'm baffled that their red zone. Uh, lack of efficiency is it? It, it kind of. I'm like, wow, that surprises me. When you have two backs that they have, and you have a quarterback that can that can see over the planet, red zone offense. I mean, it, it should be it should be easy for them. You would but, think, but it's yeah. it's been a struggle. Yep. Yeah, it's been a struggle. I wonder if it's it's philosophy and what you want to do. Are you playing for the field goal? Not going to get easier against Troy. No, no. and Patterson will not get easier. Freshman, which is very—I yeah. mean, those are two big-time players. They're like a ground and pound. Tyree is a junior, correct? Tyree is a junior. Yeah, supposedly, so he has a he will decision. Be coming back to Buffalo, that would make was the sense. Rumor. Yeah, I, what's Johnson? Johnson's a senior. Johnson's a senior okay. now. Supposedly, Johnson's mentioned as one of the top 10 wide receivers in this draft. I mean, clearly he has the size and catches the football at its highest point. The one thing or the concern that you would say is playing in the Mac, it took Corey Davis two years to sort of get his feet wet with Tennessee now and Western Michigan, and he was a better wide receiver coming out of college. So would you reach up and take Johnson as, as in a first or a second round pick? I mean, like anything when it comes to the draft, it's all going to depend yeah. upon what happens at the combine, those interviews, the the, well, you know, the measurements. And, and, for, and, for, and for him, it actually depends more on who drafts you and who's coaching you. Mm. Like if you have a guy that knows right. how to develop receivers, and I go to this guy because, I, I, I mean, it's not just because he recruited me and saw my talent, but Curtis Johnson, the receiver coach for the New Orleans Saints, they have guys you never heard of. <laughs> They're like, well, who is, who, is, yeah. who is this kid? He knows how to develop point. receivers. They have names that you – you know, always like, a name behind the Marcus scenes. Colston before Marcus Colston, yeah. you know. That's what he does. It, yeah. You don't have to be a high draft choice for him to get you ready to play in this league. People always think of a head coach. If you, get a co- if you get a coach that know how to develop a player, you're good. I watch one Saint game. I see guys, uh, Kirkwood. I see <laughs> like, Tommy, who is Kirkwood? Well, well, I know Tommy Lee. Lewis, Willie Sneed. Who is Willie Sneed? It is him catching up to them now a little I mean, bit the last couple of weeks. Yeah, Saints, but, but I hear what you're saying. But I just want to say it is true. You always think people think of the head coach or the general manager all the time. But most people, most football player successes is an assistant coach, a position coach that no one's ever really heard about, right, Tom position, A position coach is the guy who develops you. He understands your talent, knows your weakness, and, and, and gives you the blueprint on these are the things you need to work on in order to get on the field and be the talent that you are. Because when you, when you get one of these players, you get Johnson here, Johnson's going to walk in there feeling like he knows football. But once, you, once, they, once they ask you to line up and think, <laughs> and now you got to run, think, and make plays, a lot of people have a problem with that. Your, your, your talent now becomes stifled because the brain can paralyze you. If you have to read coverage and run fast and react to the guy in front of you, sometimes you don't know how to slow down your internal motor 
to allow you to just enjoy the game. Is that one of the biggest reasons you yes. think why why a a highly drafted kid maybe doesn't hit that potential? Yes. Yes, or 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 it, it, you could be you could be drafted and play at a a really good school. You could play at a power five school, and 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 at the power five school, they're not asking you to think. This is my problem with the combine. I'm like, okay, you're going to ask a receiver to run routes on air. <laughs> like, at what point in time is he going to do that? How, how about you put a corner and a safety there? Yes. Give me the cloud. Give me the sky. Have the safety drop. Run your route now. Tell me what you would do. Convert it. You got cover two, convert the route. I give you a seven route. The, the corner drops down on you. I want to see you now run a nine route. Convert it. You're, I want to see you do these things. You're pumping me up. You know, when I said you want to you want to measure a 40-yard dash from a guy, why don't you put a football helmet and shoulder pads on and a football in his arm and then measure the thing? The damn, what? it's unbelievable. The That's damn wondering test. Michael Irvin is the measure that. of your of your mind. You're, you're, a football brain... Putting them at a board, a coach can draw up stuff on the board and never play. <laughs> I mean, yeah. who, who cares if you could draw up your favorite play? I want to know when the game's going on and I've coached you to do something, can you, what, and I call it, play football, which is you might have to do something that I didn't teach you. That's playing football. You might have to react to something that happened. That's playing football. You got to go beyond coaching sometimes. And, he, and to Marshall's point, you know what I cannot stand in today's game? I cannot stand, especially twofold, from watching the game, respecting the game, and then betting on the game, is you have momentum, right? You're driving 8 yards, 10 yards, 15 yards, all of a sudden. Now you got the defense on its heels, right? So you line up, you're going quick. Oh, guess what? Quarterback's got to look over at the side. Oh, my God. Hang on, 15, oh, 15 seconds. To make the call already. What are you waiting for? These guys, they can't make a call. That's on the coaching staff. But, 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 but to Marshall's point, quarterbacks don't read coverage anymore. They wait for the coach to read the coverage, put up the, the turtle sign. They put up John Gruden's face. They put up a can of Pepsi. I mean, am I wrong? They put up but Lee they all Corso. Do. I Lee remember Corso Gruden. Perched up like this, Lee Corso. And, Gruden. Oh yeah, Corso, Corso. Gruden interviewed Newton in that QB bus thing. I remember when Cam came in. Gruden started throwing things here. What did you do with this progression? What did you do with that progression? Cam Newton basically said, I went left to right. <laughs> That's it. And Gruden was a little freaked That's out. That's it. And he goes, really? That's He goes, the coaches? And he goes, the coaches told me, go left to right. So it's basically open, no, left to right. And, yep. But you left, said, Marshall, right, high the low. NFL, they throw a <laughs> lot of other stuff at you, right? Then yep. left to right. What you do? You go left to right or you go high low? Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, I think if you see a quarterback that makes this, the slight intangibles, that's something you want to see outside the play calling. So if a kid is always has his eyes down the field, if he's not willing to go down with one tackle, those are the, the subtleties that you can say separates maybe a good player from an elite player. I mean, do you see that as well? Like, well, in what, I, of- what I look for in college players, and, and it's, it's you see it in young quarterbacks nowadays, um, the ones that that's experienced, in the spread system, the ones that understand, they understand fronts and they understand coverages. They they they're given packages. Like when, when I when 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 Peyton came to Indianapolis, it was the first time that I played with a quarterback that could handle a package. You know, it's like okay, you 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 get an audible. Like they'll call a play and you have an audible. That's that, that's one that was old football. And having a quarterback knowing when to call an audible. And it, it was a set audible to get you out of a play because they could be in the defense that was bad for that play. But when you have a package, a package will come in, two runs, two passes, you got to put us in the right thing. Based on what the coverage is, based on what the front is, that can be run and pass. And now even with the, with the run, you're reading the shade of a tackle, the shade of an end, the alignment of a linebacker, where a safety is lined up, and it's telling you what, what play to get you into. That's when you know a quarterback is developing. A lot of these young kids coming in, they understand the spread system, and they've run so many play. They play so much football, they can they can get you into certain things. The kid at 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 Clemson, as a young quarterback, he's getting him into things. Lawrence is I, that's what I'm impressed with. Not just his ability to throw, his ability to think while they are on the field. They they're giving him packages as a freshman. Which is impressive. That's what makes a championship player, though. Oh, my God. Great coaching and then a player that can adapt to the coaching that you've given. Because as you stated, coach can only do so much, right? At some point, 
the player just to say, you know what, coach, I saw I wasn't going to work coming from here, so I sort of had to just adapt it here. That's what, is that what they're talking gotta, about when coaches come over and they're talking to each other? You got to play hey, football. Man, I went here. You see, they're always, see, after a touchdown, players are always explaining it to the coach. Is there almost like a debriefing that goes back? This is what happened, man. I saw the linebacker pinch to the weak side, so I decided to take it to the right. A player, um, a player that understands the game, when you understand the game, the things that you do, when you can walk on the side, to the sideline and explain to your coach, here's why. Because coach would ask me, so, so why'd you bounce that? Here's why I bounced mm. it. This, this, this is what I saw. This was their alignment. All the time. Sometimes you're helping a coach and, and out because the coach can be like, damn, all right, let's, but, let's but call they again. Need, they need to know because back in, you know, you only get steal shots. You don't get action shots. So on a steal shot, the outside linebacker might look like he, he was here. Yeah. But in action, okay, he went underneath. Right. You don't know that. You know, they call the, they call the inside play. I bounced it. Yeah. Right. I got I to explain why. You know, that, and, and, and the other part is – Knowing sometimes you just got to eat it. That's an uphill play. You don't want to bounce it now, but I got you. I'm going to wait. You got to wait. You, you don't want to cut back in the first quarter. Why? You got you to gotta wait to the third or the fourth when you need a first down, yeah. and then you cut back. Mm. That, that's, that's what I like. Shady McCoy, love him. I'd always text him, why, why, are, you cut, why, are, you, why are you going for the cutback in the first quarter? If you take the cutback in the first quarter – They've already defended the point of attack. You already told them you're not going to take the what point of attack. Back to you. I, I, not, nothing. He's just that's just how I run. He hits. He's trying to hit a home run every time. But he, yeah, he's. Reacting. I don't want to throw him under the bus. I'm a Bills fan, but he did have the most yards for negative rush last year. Tackle behind the line of scrimmage. But it's just instead re- of eating it, right? Yeah, it's, it's it's his reaction. Barry Sanders had the same problem. Great player, but so, sometimes sometimes that gain of two, it's setting up something else, and that cutback. It could save. It could, it could be. It could be a big time first down in the fourth quarter when you're trying to close it out. When you go to run that play, because they're going to line up. When you when you line up in that formation, they're going to line up to stop that play. Yeah, which 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 feel like I'm at a running back academy now. Get <laughs> no, fired a, up here. We have, we have a Hall of Famer on both levels. Hall of Fame collegiate. Last year inducted, that's when we first met. And in the Hall of Fame for the NFL, it doesn't, I mean, come on. It doesn't get better than that. And if he played in today's game. Oh, my God. This wouldn't even be I fair. I mean, he might have 3,000. Who's the most player Who's 3, the most player in the NFL now that you, if someone says, if you're watching a game, someone said, he's like Marshall Falk, and you were a very unique player. Who's the guy that you wouldn't be insulted? He said, you know what? I kind of like this guy's game is like me. Probably uh, Kamara. Like Alvin Kamara, yeah. yeah. Like we, we, we played like uh, it's funny when I watch him play. Like I lean, like I'm running, and, and I do things that that he does. He he re- he refused to give you a clean shot. Um, he sort of he sort of wiggles through the line and stuff. It's that wiggle. He I noticed that. And 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 probably the thing that's best is um, I, I can tell when a player is like this. Uh, when a coach asks you to do something, you just do it. You don't say I can't do that. Like that mentality is like if a coach line you up and say, okay, we're going to put you out here at the X or we're going to put you at Z. We're going to throw you this. I was like, okay. <laughs> Most running backs is like, what? I can't do that. You, you, that, that's, you, that's the thought process. Cause you're, you're, you're institutionalized by the position. You're not a football player. And Sean Payton, you gotta be a football player. Cause you never know where you're going to be on the football. You gotta field. Look at Hill and how to use it. You, you right? gotta be a football player. He, Football player. That's that's why they drafted him. Football player. Taysom Hill. Football player. And that's He's what smart. they go for. They they go. They draft. And in today's game, you have to have football players. You got to have versatile guys that can play inside, play outside. You can play running back. You got to catch the ball. You got to pass ball. You got to you got to be versatile. And that's why you look at like Danny Woodhead, all purpose type of player for for New England. Versatile. Under uh, under the radar. Belichick player. love versatile too. players. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Troy Brown was his best receiver. He had him playing DB. Yeah, <laughs> no, not just not just corner. We're gonna put you in a slot. That was awesome. Hardest damn position in the world to cover. <laughs> We're gonna put you in a slot. Well, H- Marshall brings up a lot of the cerebral side of yeah. football. We started this conversation with Tyree Jackson, and I think about young players, young quarterbacks. 
There's so much of the cerebral side that's important that takes time to develop. A lot of these kids should really rethink whether or not they go pro early. An extra that's, season of coaching. I think Tyree should, should go back. The only, the the only reason, the only reason i.e. Jared Stidham, the only reason exactly. I advocate for them to go is because they need to learn the game. Football is a young man's game. The sooner you can get there, learn how to play, the longer you're going to play. Some should. Some shouldn't. Like we saw the second year at the draft. There's yeah. over 100 players that declare early. A big chunk of those don't get drafted at all. So yeah, no, I, I agree. It's, I agree. It's For the, the record, Buffalo, uh, Buffalo, and I just want to say Buffalo and Troy, both extremely profitable teams for their backers uh, this year. Uh, Buffalo, uh, Buffalo, very, very robust. Nine and four against the spread. Troy, eight, three and one against the spread. That's a good game. Kind of money. Yeah, the my, I like Buffalo here. It's always tough with a Mac team, and also I don't want to joke around, but they're from Buffalo, and Buffalo is a cursed sports city, dude. They blew a twenty nine ten lead in a damn Mac game. Like it's amazing, but. <laughs> I can't correlate. It's true. They let all game marshal. They lost them out. Uh, them up. I love, what, what's your what's your email? Uh, sports rage. No, yeah, Bills Mafia. Bills Mafia. That's why he doesn't get back to us right away. I didn't. Oh, wait, you know what? I got sucked into that for some reason, like through a video. Oh, you got sucked. Yeah. I didn't mean to say Bills Mafia. Nice. It's sports rage. But I just want to say one thing. You look at the Buffalo Bubble basketball program right now. Big wins, top 25, winning at Syracuse. It's contagious what's going on at this campus. They blew that MAC championship game. They've never won a bowl game before, guys. Mm. This is it. They can, that, that MAC championship's forgotten about if they can win this football game today. I think they can. And we talk about uh, Khalil Hodge. I'll talk about Khalil Mack. This kid Khalil Hodge can we'll, play we'll, as well. We'll talk about it, that on the back end. When we come back, we'll be breaking down Hawaii and La Tech. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. little rednecks were coming back uh, it's about 15 minutes to the start of the birmingham bowl good game between wake forest and memphis but first who wants to be the next daily fantasy legend i certainly would like to marshall's got yeah, his hand up. i think marshall would too trump by daily roto.com for free this holiday season that's right free advice from fantasy pros free nba dff DFS projections, free optimizer access, and free everything else you need to dominate daily fantasy basketball this holiday season. Stuff your stockings with cold hard cash and get free access to Daily Roto with the promo code DRHOLIDAYS to access your free trial. That's DailyRoto.com, promo code DRHOLIDAYS. For those who can't spell, that's D-R-H-O-L-I-D-A-Y-S. I, I would have killed it in daily fantasy basketball. I think that's awesome. Because I loved Indiana last night. I think you need an edge in basketball. I don't think a I lot do. of people real. I certainly do, too. And I think... UConn and uh, Nova playing at MSG. Ah, this saw a lot of Nova. Should be a good game. Apparel yeah. too, yeah. Yeah, the UConn, uh, UConn bus. I don't know if they need a bus to get across the street. And Pinkney's still playing for Villanova? I know. Oh, about come on, man. I know. Come on. I know. Jay Wright. Yeah, yeah. Guy, Roly Mars Massimino's the coach show. Come on. He coached Hofstra with Speedy Claxton. That I know. Come hey, Jay, Jay puts some guys in the, in the league. He wears got, some nice there's shoes. Some, there's, some, there's, some, there's, some, there's some Nova players in the league more than I've seen over the last 10 years, the last, like, three to four years. Marsh, yeah. you're talking about football players and smart IQ. You go to Villanova, you're a basketball player, you know how to play the game. He's a hell of a coach, and there's not a ton of college coaches talk about Lincoln Riley maybe today a little bit. And I'm, I'm interested in your take. You see if he's worth the hype and you think he is going to go to the NFL, Lincoln Riley. But not a lot of college coaches translate to the pros. To me, you take Jay Billis, you drop in the NBA, he's successful right away. Yeah, yeah. we'll see. I mean, I just want to go through the picks here for the uh, 12 o'clock. Uh, Jay game. Wright, did I say Jay Billis? <laughs> you no, did, actually. I thought you meant Jay Billis. I slipped by. <laughs> I met Jay Billis in the hallway the other day. Are here, we all on Wake Forest? Marshall, you like Wake Forest I'm against on, Memphis, I'm too? I'm on Wake here as wow. well. We're all on Wake Forest. I like Forest. Wake Forest. Yeah, I, I think I, I like Wake I like Forest. Wake. 
as well. So we'll see. I think Wake, Wake Forest money line any so over. It's a 15, They're 15 getting, minutes what, three and a half, four? Uh, th- yeah, I think it's the last I saw was three and a half. I'll give a quick check. Right now I'm showing three. three. Down to three. So, and I think they're around plus 130 on the money line. So, at least last night there's, they were. So. There, there's a little something. You know, when the player like, like Henderson's not going to play. And um, I think I saw it with the receiver at Arizona State. Harry. Like, if you're not going to play, get off the damn sideline yeah. with the team. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Like, you're not hurt. I don't want you on my sideline. Go sit, that's in the, a go sit in the stands. There's something to that. When these players, they're not playing, yet they, they still want to be in the mix and around. No. I understand what you're doing, but go sit with your family and watch the game. Yeah. Go be a fan. Yeah. Because you're not you're not helping me, you're not helping me being here. Because you could be, more. You, you could you could play. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah, we'll see. I'm I'm curious to see how this Memphis team responds earlier. Yeah, we got about 15 minutes to kick. We'll have updates throughout the show. I like Wake. Uh, I, I I'm curious. Did Jamie really whet our appetites by saying he's got a nine and zero trend in this yeah, game? I'm, I'm trying to run it through my mind. What that what that could be. We can get Jamie on on the horn about a half an hour into the game to see what the trend was. Interesting that he was looking at, and then maybe we'll you know we'll tell fans what it is because still have in game. So you know we'll see. Good point. We'll see see how that uh, transpires in about 14 minutes. The other game that's uh, a big battle is the Hawaii Bowl. Hawaii at home against Skip Holtz and La Tech. Everybody knows my. Discern for Skip Holtz, the former USF head coach. Uh, not going to go into that right now. But when you look at this matchup, I mean, I, I am curious to know because one team, like I said, Hawaii, four and three in these bowl games, they seem up and prepared. Now they're not going to win every bowl game, but they're at least prepared. And when I looked at that matchup from Charlie Strong in South Florida a couple nights ago against Marshall, lethargic unprepared, they fell behind, they could care less. I think you're going to get a different type of output with Cole McDonald at the helm, and I, I think it'll be high scoring. I like the over 61 and a half, but I also like the uh, the Warriors in this ballgame. Love John Ursua. Yeah. I mean, Cole McDonald to Ursua is something we'll talk about a lot, uh, but the one player I'll be watching will not be on offense in this game. It's Jalen Ferguson of Louisiana Tech. You know, we've seen it over the past couple of years. There are these uh, group of five defensive players that a lot of folks around the country haven't watched unfamiliar, two-star kids. We talk about it all the time, but they develop, develop, develop. And Skip, for all of your uh, resignation about his coaching acumen, four straight bowl wins under Skip Holtz, continues to develop talent at Louisiana Tech. I think he's done a very good job since he's got to Ruston. The number that stands, I'm going to go numbers, and I, I don't always like to do this, especially in bowl games. This one's impossible to ignore. The last 16 times... And Hawaii has been a favorite, and I think they're still a one-point favorite. Uh, yeah, yeah, I said they're minus a one. Staggering, oh, fifteen and one as a favorite against the spread. I have to take Louisiana Tech in this game. Yeah, I like those. Hawaii, but I like the over more. I think I think watch Jalen Ferguson. Uh, Hawaii is not strong at the point of attack. Very young on defense. The offensive line is average in protecting McDonald. Watch Jalen Ferguson. He is a first or second round draft choice next fall. Uh, next, you can say time. what you will, Joe, sure. about uh, your boy Skip Holtz, but he's five and one against the spread you know, straight he, up in the last six bowl games. Wait a second. He beat yes, he beat SMU when Sonny Dykes took over last year when Morris went to Arkansas. So I'll give him all right, he dominated that match. He's still overachieving yeah. though. He's still beating he the beat Navy and they didn't cover the spread. So all right, I'll give him I what like, it is. I like Hawaii and Hawaii. Yes. I, I like got the Hawaii. Hall of Famer on my I like, side. I'm just telling you, I like Hawaii in Hawaii. It's just a, it's such a different trip <laughs> when you go. And, and I'm talking, like, we went, because we, we played them. So going there early, you, you just, you, 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 you get, they get you into that, that just, just to kind of relax, lazy, <laughs> kind of old boy. No, you don't have, really have a sense of urgency. They, they, they can get you with Next that. Next thing you know, the Samoan dudes start running past you and right. stuff. Yeah. And if Louisiana, let's, let's just say they spent a the week there. Man, I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a hike. 
And it's 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 different. The atmosphere is different. That stadium gets rocking. They get the they get the they get to the doing the little ritual dances before and and it, 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 like it it just it oh, throws you. That. It kind of throws you. I'm telling. I, I, I like Hawaii in Hawaii. I mean, in, we, when you when you have a quarterback who's grown for 35 touchdowns, they're, they're going to move the football. They were giving him the Heisman Trophy after he led that comeback. Uh, well, not comeback, but they were huge underdogs Almost against. Four thousand yards. They faded down the stretch, though. Yeah, yeah they started off. They got to the five. They got to the bowl. Preparation is beneficial. They got to their bowl. You know, the, they knew they were going to make a bowl, and they sort of stumbled down the stretch. I think having a couple of weeks off might actually give them that shot in the arm right now. It'd be massive for them to end this season with a win. Ever since uh, that weekend, Rich, when they, they pulled a fast one, when they sent uh, the fake McDonald out. Yes. <laughs> and nothing was the same. He was chunky. Yeah, you know, so Marcia had a McDonald, McDonald earlier in the year. He was banged up, didn't know if he was going to be playing or not. So the Rolovich, to screw with people, sent out a kid in his uniform. <laughs> He's out there throwing passes. And, and I remember Rich going, doesn't look like McDonald, does it, Gabe? I'm like, no, nah, I don't think that's him. Yeah. Funny. No, nobody says you can't do that. No, no, exactly. No. Nobody says I, you I can't do that in like pregame. Bobby Valentine. Yeah. That, that, yeah. That's, exactly. that sounds like, that sounds like a Belichick move. I know. I know. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like it. I don't know. I like I, the over good. tonight, too. It's, it's gamership. It is. What's the number? It's 61. I think, you know. I like the I over. You, I don't think you can sit here and say, oh, yeah, I'm going to put all my holiday money on Hawaii or Louisiana Tech in this game. But in 61, you tend to believe that they'll be able to creep over the number. It should be able to get there. But I actually lean with Louisiana Tech. Yeah, we'll see. It's all Skip my, does uh, is win bowl games. That's all he does, baby. Skip Holtz. He ran USF <laughs> into the ground, but he's winning bowl games with La Tech. He's, he's where he you belongs. You bring up UCS. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. What about his success? I agree with you. What about his success? USA. Charlie Strong, I think. Speaking of USF, I think Charlie Strong might belong in. You're hating on a coach. Charlie Strong should be out the door after that performance. It drives me nuts. You're hating on a coach here, Joe, and it's like 48 and 24 against the spread as an underdog. Uh, Joe Joe gets something in his mind he cannot get off of I can't help it. But you have to be able to. I like B.J. Daniels when he came out. I'm sorry. You have to be able to pivot a little bit. He killed that kid's career and got drafted by San Francisco. You want Jim Levin punching kids in the face in the room at halftime? If today's game, he'd be lethal. San Francisco. Francisco has killed a lot of quarterbacks since 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 Montana I know, but, you know, and since Young. That's true. They've killed just about every every what quarterback. You, you even even one that took him what? to the Super Bowl, they killed his career. I know. I'm just realizing something, Marshall. See, well, you're, you're crying about BJ Daniels now. I remember last year you were what's the kid's name last year in uh, UCF. So you love every UCF quarterback, uh, USF. USF. Quarterback. Who was uh, the kid last year you liked? I told oh, you he's Daniel- not going to the NFL. Last oh, year? Quentin Flowers. Quentin I know. Flowers. Yeah. Okay. All right, uh, you were in love flowers. with flowers too. I do love flowers. I do. I but you can. Here's the thing, and, and not to go off topic, but you have quarterbacks in the league like Joe Webb, and Joe Webb is was a, a solid player at UAB. And granted, he had a good career, but he's in the league 16 years as a third string quarterback. Jim Sorge is a quarterback that never did anything at Wisconsin. You're telling me an athlete like Quentin Flowers that broke multiple passing records at UC at USF can't play in the league at the quarterback? Quarterback position? No, he's not an quarterback. He can't throw the ball. Taysom Hill, who was a fifty percent completion percentage, uh, is playing in the league as a hybrid. You're telling me we can't use but multiple? Joe, pack- Joe, that's a sub package. He he might be available as a sub package. He's not a starting quarterback. I didn't say starter, but I, he could be I, playing in the league. The league, it's it's changing. That that's no longer an athletic quarterback. Um, you 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 regardless regardless if you have an NFL arm talent like you 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 have to draft what what you're getting now i mean that's what what we a, a non-mobile quarterback is about to be not, not a quarter yeah. not a quarterback in the nfl that's it's just it, it's not going to happen that does the, the, the we're we're they're not they're not there's there's no more Peyton mannings i mean there's no more tom brady's how about andrew luck i'm just saying like he, he, he was an athletic quarterback. Yeah. Like that. Think about what they raved about with him. Oh my God, he could throw the ball like Peyton. He's smart like Peyton. And he's, he's mobile. an athlete. He's mobile. Wow, yeah. that's that's yeah. you know it's it's just it, it that's not going to happen. I just wish, like you said, if 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 Joe Webb came into this league, there would be somewhere for him to play. Oh, and I'm not saying that. I, if RG three came into this league. They would be somewhere for him to it's play. Great timing right now for Haskins out of Ohio State. Yeah. He's that guy that's just 
sort of heat. Everyone was talking about Herbert. Herbert's a stiff, with all due respect. I don't want to call a kid a stiff. You were so high on Herbert. No, I wasn't. I was high on betting on the Ducks. I never said Herbert for the NFL. Oh, you, you no, were, I wasn't so high on Herbert. High I don't think Herbert. any of these guys are saviors. You like Locke? Out of those guys, I like Drew Locke the best. Okay. I'm not a Statham guy. Nah, the, the kid from NC State, I, I'm not massive on. And listen, I'm not even in love with Haskins. I don't think this is a good quarterback class, but no, no, it's not. I'm yeah. not in love with Haskins at this point. Haskins is another kid that I think, honestly, another year of development probably would benefit him. Yeah. See, I'm I'm different about Haskins. I feel like I feel like he was undercoached. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like the kid, the early in the year when he was raw, it was like, wow, look at this kid throw the ball. And they didn't. Ohio State did nothing off of that. Like they just, they just, we're Ohio State. We can keep running the same thing. And it caught up with them. Can you think of kids that went to the NFL too early, stumbled in the first couple of oh years, my God. and it completely carpet bombed their, their career from that point? Oh, Sean yeah. Kaiser. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Kaiser, uh, Jamarcus Russell. Yeah. Oh, my, it, it's, it's happened to it. It, it has happened to, to a lot of guys. Um, what about Will Greer this year? What's your take on Will Greer? Because he's is he this year's Baker Mayfield? The, see, you know the I, I don't he's taller. Than I, I I don't really I can't really get a he he to me he has winner on him. I think he can win. That's, you know, that's he just, what I'm He's got a kid already. He's married. He sort of got that. Get out of my way. He's a transfer like Baker. Chip on his shoulder. Yeah, he, he sort of just got that. I, I imagine guys in a huddle would like him. You know what a, I mean? He's a guy that 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 looks like you could build your program around him. Like you bring him in, he could be the face of your team, and he can carry it on and off the field. The question, and and this is always the question. Um, I don't know what his work ethic is like because as a quarterback, you're gonna you're gonna be there before everybody else. You're going to watch film with the coaches. You're going to watch film with the quarterback coach. And the difference between most quarterbacks and the, the really good and the great quarterbacks, they go home and then they watch film at home too. Most of them, they, they, have, a, they have a film room at home. They're, they're, they're in bed with a laptop. <laughs> you you got to get the pictures. I heard a joke that Jim Morris said about Michael Vick. He said, I began to suspect that Michael Vick was never looking at the playbook that I was giving him. He goes, so I started to put money in it. And he goes, Vic still never said anything about it. <laughs> well, the, the store like hundred dollar bills. The, and Vic, uh, oblivious. I guess he never opened it. <laughs> the best oh story ever. And 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 if you know, I no, not I, I wasn't a part of this. I've only heard it that the Raiders with Jamarcus Russell, they gave him a disc, a CD to go home and watch tape. They gave him a blank CD. The next day, they asked him if he watched. He said yes. Wow. wow! Didn't even didn't even say the CD was blank. He didn't know that it was blank. Wow! Oh boy! And then, and then, and then that's, that's why he's sitting on his porch right now with his uncle. Window and put your money on that, <laughs> yeah, exactly. right? So you know, can we have that information? You know, before, beforehand. Beforehand. So you, that's what I'm saying. You you don't know what the work ethic is right. like. Yeah. Like, does it does? And I, and I, I'm gonna tell you, I I watch I watch after games. If you watched Cam Newton after the game when they lost to the Saints, it matters that he plays bad. Like, it matters. It really hurts. I want to see quarterbacks yeah. that it hurt. Like, it hurt to stand up there. Like, they take it personal. Yeah, I don't want to see them I, laughing. Yeah, That's I, I, a, I, don't want, I, don't want, I don't want your corporate answers. You know, you don't have to throw anybody under the bus. But tell me about your play. Yeah. 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 That guy, that guy is going to get better. Can you get that information? Because we talk about draft. We'll be doing a lot of draft shows once the season is over. Can you get that from a coaching staff? They're not going to tell you. Okay. Like right. the, the, the college coach, they just want to Okay. Uh, Oklahoma, they're not going to tell you about Kyler Murray or Baker Mayfield. They, 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 want, they need him to get drafted. He's an ambassador yes, for the program. He's the yeah. They're going to sell the positives He's the money on train. It right. like, keeps the yeah. money train right. going. He, he's not, they're, they're not going to tell you the truth. A good about. example is Urban Meyer when NFL teams asked about Aaron Hernandez. And they said, well, he's, uh, he's, um, he's a handful. He could have said he's more than a handful, right? They sort of held back. Yeah. He sort of said, "Wow, he's it's a handful. He's it's he's a low. Them. He's a handful to deal with at times. Yeah, it's protecting I, he, he their shot brand. someone outside of a strip club, right? I mean, well, think about this. It, you know, coaches are all about protecting their brand too. Because if you allowed it to happen, and let's say you do get let go, go on what, your is, watch. what does that say about you now? 
you know, if you have multiple players, oh, this guy's a problem, that guy's a problem. Now you're looking to collect on your next $10 million contract like Jimbo Fisher. Uh, it matters. So we'll see. When we come back, we'll be picking up Boise State and Boston College. Got an hour. Well, games are just kicking off now. Keep it where it is.